on today's Central Moment. At a time when people are deconstructing their faith and disillusionment with spiritual leaders seems to be rampant, God is still on the move. He has given us a Savior in His Son, Jesus, and He's raising up Jesus-loving leaders after His own heart. Now here's Dr. Jim Bradford with today's Central Moment. I welcome you to Central Moments today, and welcome to Summer with the Psalms as we walk through the second half of the 150 Psalms in the in the Old Testament. We won't get to every one of them, but I specifically wanted to land today on Psalm 78 because there are so many people around us deconstructing their faith, and especially with some high-profile leaders, they're just they're just rampant disillusionment with spiritual leaders right now in our culture. Well. This whole process is described in Psalm 78, people deconstructing, people drifting spiritually, people going back to, to depending on the world rather than on God, and uh, it even affecting leadership. And so here we go in verse 9 of Psalm 78. The men of Ephraim, that sort of sometimes was code for Israel, Israel in the promised land. The men of Ephraim, though armed with bows, turned back on the day of battle. They did not keep God's covenant, and they refused to live by his law. They forgot what he had done and the wonders that he had shown them. So what what were those wonders? Well, he had delivered them out of Egypt. He had kept them in the wilderness. And so that's where God goes next. He says in verse 15, during the time when they traveled through the wilderness for 40 years between deliverance from Egypt and entrance into the promised land, it said God split the rocks, rocks in the wilderness and gave them water as abundant as the seas. Remember when Moses struck the water, the rock for water to flow out be, to sustain these hundreds of thousands of people in the dry desert. He split the rocks in the wilderness, gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of the rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. But they continued to sin. They continued to sin against him, rebelling in the wilderness against the Most High, in spite of the miraculous right in front of them. And then he goes when to, to that time when they crossed the River Jordan into the Promised Land, and it says in verse 55, it's a very long psalm, he drove out nations before them and allotted their lands to them as an inheritance. You can read all about this in Joshua and Judges in the Old Testament. He settled the tribes of Israel in their homes, in the land he'd promised to Abraham. But they put God to the test, and they rebelled against the Most High. They did not keep his statutes. Like their ancestors, who were the ones in the wilderness, like their ancestors, they were disloyal and faithless and unreliable as a faulty bow. What a, what a commentary on the human heart and our capacity to drift from God. But then by, by verse 67 of Psalm 78, God steps in, and he does two things. First of all, we see the foreshadowing of a Savior. Then he, the Lord, rejected the tents of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, some of the other tribes of Israel, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. And of course, eventually in Judah, Jerusalem would be established under King David. And uh, it would be from the tribe of Judah that Messiah, Jesus, would come. God says that your hearts are unfaithful, but I'm going to set in motion the process to transform your hearts. I'm going to set in motion the process of a Savior coming 
who will do in you. This will be the new covenant, not the old covenant, which will change our hearts. I'm going to send a Savior. I'm going to choose the tribe of Judah. And we know our Savior Jesus to be the Lion of Judah, the champion over our hearts. And he also says, I'm going to raise up a leader from whom the Messiah will come. Verse 70, he chose David his servant and took him from the sheep pens. From tending the sheep, he brought him to be the shepherd of his people Jacob, of Israel his inheritance. So he takes a shepherd and he turns him into a king from whom the Messiah would de- would descend. No wonder on Christmas night uh, the angels appeared, first of all, the shepherds, uh, because this was this was the follow-through to what God started when he raised up a shepherd in Bethlehem to then shepherd his own sheep. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart and with skillful hands he led them. And if you are praying for the leaders in your life, if you're praying for the pastors in your life, that would be a great way. Pray for their hearts that they lead with integrity and for their hands that they lead with skill. But in the bigger picture, this is God saying, I'm making a way to rescue your wayward hearts. And so, Father, we pray you'll do that in our lives. My God, in spite of the miracles, some of us that we've seen in the past, some of us are still doubting you today and and, and still taking matters into our own hands. Please forgive us, O God. And we cling to the Savior that you spoke about in Psalm 78. And we pray, Jesus, that you will change our hearts We cling to you. Be the strength of our lives, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 